cool. Hey, hey, Scott. How's it going? You found it. Great. Yeah. I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Great. All right. So um, we can just get go ahead and get started then. Welcome everyone to the show. I'm here with Scott Martin, a travel photographer extraordinaire uh, who I had the pleasure of meeting up with last year. Welcome to the show, Scott. Sweet. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's a pleasure. Later on, we're going to get more into the details, uh, but the overview of this show is detailing your trip to Costa Rica, and we're going to look at when you first started thinking about taking a trip to Costa Rica, um, what the the original idea and creative behind that was, and then we'll get into more of the practical stuff, like what gear did you bring, what gear did you not bring, um, and why, uh, the trip schedule, and then we'll close out the episode today with some of Scott's advice for all of you other photographers out there who might want to travel outside of your home country on a trip and take amazing photos uh, while you're doing that. So with that overview, Scott, I'm going to hand it over to you. Give us a quick introduction to yourself and this trip you took to Costa Rica. Cool, sure thing. So I'm originally from Cape Town, South Africa, so I speak a little uh, funny with an accent. But I guess I've been traveling, I'd say, most of my life. Uh, visited probably about 18, 19 countries. Uh, yeah, I work as a lifestyle and uh, I guess travel photographer. And I'm on the road quite a lot. I'm actually right now uh, just landed in San Francisco. Um, mm. And yeah, so going talking about Costa Rica, this previous trip was uh, something a little different. So uh, my wife and I both surf and we don't live by the ocean. And Costa Rica has a lot to offer if you're a surfer. It's got warm water. It's got beautiful scenery, amazing wildlife. Um, and so there's there's always been a draw to go there. Uh, and it's a fairly short trip. Uh, from America to Costa Rica, uh, which was appealing for us instead of, I guess, driving for five or six hours. We could just get yeah. on a plane for five and six hours and be in a pretty epic location. Yeah. Um, so this past trip, it was uh, our fourth time going back to the same place, a little town called Pavones on the west coast of Costa Rica. Mm. Um, and obviously, initially, the surf drew us there. Um, and... Um, soon after that, I became pretty good friends with a bunch of people down there. And my one friend, uh, was, uh, filming a surf trip, or sorry, a surf movie. Um, and asked if I wanted to come back the following year to help him out, do some filming. Um, and obviously I jumped at that opportunity because yeah. it was, it was pretty amazing. Um, and then we've just, I mean, really loved the area and the space and went back the following year after that and then went back uh this year um yeah i'd say it's well, yeah so scott i'll just pause you right there before we get into your trip this year and yep. i'll let our listeners know that in the show notes we're including a link to that uh surf film and uh the name of that is uh pura no uh, it was a dulce dulce and yeah. and there's a translation for that right yeah, I think it's uh, sweet. Sweet. Yeah. Sweet. Um, yeah, that, that's awesome. That'll be great to share the share the movie. Yeah. So you were you were helping out with that project, and how did Costa Rica capture your heart and capture your eye as a photographer? Um, so the I'm always 
drawn to water, shoot quite a lot of water mm. uh, from rivers to ocean. Um, you know, I just try and kind of stay close to it, I guess. Um, and sorry, I forgot what you, what, what was yeah. the, uh... so, so Dulce, right? So, yeah, so yeah, yeah. surf, riding the surf and you were helping out yep. with that film project in Costa Rica, obviously captured your imagination in your, yeah. your eye as a photographer. What were some things that stood out to you when you were first there? Cool. Uh, definitely the wildlife. It's, mm. it's like, uh, especially coming from like South Africa, it's, uh, the wildlife there is just, absolutely insane you know that and i'd say the ocean it's warm warm water if you're a surfer the waves are, are pretty good and consistent the lifestyle's uh pretty slow going uh, <laughs> where where we were um you know it's like dirt road and one tiny little shop and um yeah good good, good chance to slow yourself down yeah um the but yeah definitely say a mix like during the shooting of Dulce I I kind of was the land based uh, cinematographer and focused I was definitely mm. attracted to a lot of the wildlife uh, and shooting time lapses of clouds and storms coming in and ants you know tiny little ants marching off with their leaves um, and then again obviously the surfing is uh, a big interest so I love to shoot in the water it's kind of a quite a big passion of mine I'm torn sometimes between if I should shoot or if I should surf. Um, <laughs> some of my friends think I'm crazy, but, um, yeah, that's, just kind of, that's a good kind of, problem to have Scott. Yeah, sure. exactly. And, um, I have to say that ant marching shot, all of you should go check out this, uh, Dulce movie. It looks like something straight out of planet earth. You guys did a really right. great job on that. And, um, let's talk a little bit more, in a practical sense for anyone yep. listening in um, about the mechanics of how you planned this most recent trip that you took to Costa. Sure. Sure. Um, so I'd say um, normally when I go somewhere, I try to do a, a bit of research. I don't go too heavy into like in-depth research, but I, I try mm -hmm. to look at the climate, uh, you know, is it going to be, is it going to be hot and humid? Is it going to be dusty? Where am I going to be? And then try and like get a, good picture in my mind of what it is and how I'm going to pack. Um, and obviously Costa Rica is pretty humid. Um, nothing really dries out, at least where we were uh, okay. on the coast. So things are damp, um, which obviously cameras and dampness don't go too well together. <laughs> um, yeah, there was like one, one day it rained and I think I pulled my camera out and there was like fog in, inside the lens and, you know, uh. I had to deal with trying that out um doing, doing some research is uh, is helpful and then um just trying to be efficient with what you are taking um i didn't want to take a whole bunch of gear because we were trying to trying our best to travel light okay. um yeah, and so I ended up um, just committing to taking my water housing. I have a, like a SPL water housing and one camera body, a 16 to 35 mil lens, and then a 50 mil lens. Hmm. And knew that that was going to kind of cover what I wanted to shoot um, for for this trip. Um, and Scott, yeah, and, did yep. that gear that you brought, did that all fit in your carry-on? Or how did you navigate the air? airline system with your gear <laughs> <laughs> yeah good 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 question um i have a 
love-hate relationship with airlines. Um, <laughs> so I always keep uh, as much camera equipment on my back yeah. uh, as I can. And normally my heaviest bag is actually my carry-on bag, even if it's small. I Yeah, I just do my best not to ever part with it. Um, if I do, I have a Pelican case, um, which I put it in and I'll lock that, uh, even put two locks on and then check it if I have to. Um, but with airlines, you never know where your bag's going to end yeah. up. Yeah. Um, yeah. So all of that fit into, um, a little smaller bag I have, which worked fairly well. Then I didn't have to have a pretty big backpack on me for the whole trip, which was nice. We did a lot of like riding our bikes with surfboards to different surf breaks. So it was really nice just to have a small backpack. Um, I definitely have learned that having a variety of different size backpacks is helpful when traveling. Hmm. Um, you know, you know, I remember buying my first backpack thinking, cool, this is it. I've got a backpack now. I'm good. Right. Now realize, depending on the job and what I'm shooting and what I'm taking, having different sizes is uh, is super helpful. Um, yeah, that that's great. And um, if you could speak to uh, more the creative side of the process for, you know, there's a sure. lot of photographers who I feel like um, a lot of us have traveled before, um, and yep. then there's a whole another section who it's like there's this. Um, timidity or a lot of unknowns about traveling and and keeping the creative focus in terms of what shots to go after. So talk a little bit about your approach when you travel with the camera. Sure, sure. So I think uh, whenever I get to a new space, I generally will get settled and then do my best to get out straight away. I'm normally pretty excited and I normally just take a light setup with me, even like a 50 mil on a, on a DSLR body or a mirrorless mm. camera. And, uh, if I'm in a town, go for a walk or if they're bikes or any way to get out and really see, uh, see what the city or town or wherever I am has to offer. And, uh, by doing that, I guess being on your feet, walking or riding, it slows me down to really see where I am and, um, you know, I think I'm also attracted to meeting people and, and talking to people when I'm in foreign places and, uh, you know, having a friendly approach, uh, that normally leads to a portrait or two, mm. which is, which is also pretty cool. Um, yeah, I think, I think just having a camera on me too, as much as I can while I'm traveling is, is something I try to do too. Obviously, the, sometimes you go places where, you don't want your camera to be dangling around your neck um, right. for security reasons, but um, you know, I think I think just being aware of where you are too. You know, if you start to feel like you're in a bit of a sketchy area, then you probably are, um, hmm. and then you should probably take take your camera away. Um, but yeah, I'd say this this past trip was was pretty neat. I did a shoot for Urchin Surfboards. Hmm. A friend of mine just started. Uh, making some surfboards and I knew I wanted to get some really good light, uh, some morning light because the beaches are beautiful and there's mist that comes up off the, uh, off the ocean in that, that early, early morning time. Um, so yeah, I rallied some friends of mine that were down there and, uh, they were pretty excited to jump in and, uh, and kind of pose with some surfboards. And so we did a little lifestyle shoot down the beach. Yeah. Which, which was great. And, you know, I think, uh, 
trying to stick to the fundamentals of what I think is I'm always attracted to good light and try to use it, you know, as much as I can. There's like early morning or uh, evening times. Um, and yeah, waking up nice and early to get down onto the beach, uh, kind of worked out super well for us. Nice. Well, this is really great, Scott. And, um, can we, uh, put a link in the show notes to urchin surfboards and is the work you've done for them? Is that still yeah. online yet? Yeah, there's, uh, they haven't, they're going to uh, release uh, kind of a website and a whole media campaign probably later on in the year when they get back from Costa Rica because they, they're out there for a couple of months on a bit of a trip. Um, but I have a link on my website just with a couple of the shots from that shoot I can share. Uh, I'll send you and then you can stick in the, the link in the descriptions. Fantastic. Well, we'll be sure to do that. And um, I'm sure we could talk the whole rest of the afternoon. But uh, <laughs> sure. Scott, tell us where you're headed to today. You're you're flying today. Yeah, that's right. So it was a bit of a travel day. I had a nice 4 a.m. wake up and uh, <laughs> just landed in uh, San Francisco. I'm going to be in Pacifica for a few days and then down in Santa Cruz uh, shooting some surfing, which will be, nice. be pretty cool. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Well, enjoy your travels, my friend, and thank you for taking a few minutes out of your busy day today to talk with all of us and pass along some of your adventures from the road. Awesome, man. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Thank you, Scott. And everybody listening in, thank you for taking the time to listen. And uh, I hope that this podcast was helpful to you. And if you have any suggestions for future episodes, feel free to pass that along. Um, And be sure to review the podcast as you listen to it in your podcast player of choice. Have a wonderful day.